It's been 97.8. Jake with you on your Thursday. And it's not just me in the studio today. We've got two very special guests. We've got Sammy Porter and George Mensah. Thanks for coming in, guys. What's happening? How are you doing? How's it going? How's the flight over and stuff? Yeah, all good. I mean, I slept the, the whole thing. But yeah, I don't think he was so lucky. I but didn't. George, George was watching <laughs> some uh, drama unfold. I, I, do you know what? I caught up with um, Serena Williams and Venus Williams, like true life movie thing. What? Uh, what's, How what, was it? What's it called? Uh, King Richard yeah it was decent yeah yeah, really good never seen it before so that was me didn't make any music or didn't do anything of love any, it uh, nothing yeah. productive nothing no, productive, no. <laughs> I mean I, I, yeah. I was asleep before we took off so I'm, I'm, all, I'm all good on that one so while you're both here let's start off by talking about Love Juice so can you tell us a little bit about that 15 years ago is it it's 15 now 15, 15 this yeah. this month um, he came to me with an idea said I'm going to call an event Love Juice and I thought you're mad. That's a that's a that's a crazy name. <laughs> um, but yeah, then it started as a, a weekly. I think you'll probably elaborate a bit more. But a weekly from there, for what? How many years was that? Um, we did a weekly at. Um, it's known for Towie now at a club called Sugar Hut. Right. For two years in 2007 to 2009, and then the club burnt down, and then we kind of took it on the road, and then just gradually kept building and building and. Yeah, next thing you know, We Are Festival came calling, V Festival came calling, and it kind of transformed from being this sort of like local club brand into more of like a dance music brand. Love it. Um, and then we moved we moved into just basically the house music space in London, and yeah, the rest is kind of history. It's gone from there. It's crazy yeah. our time. For like 15 years as well. 15 years, yeah. It doesn't... I think for a lot of people, because it's the brand sort of transitioned a few times, Yeah, it feels fresh. So when I say that to people, they're like, "Wow, I thought you guys were maybe two or three years old." That's but it. Yeah, but yeah, it's been it's been a minute. Oh, fuck. it also it shows got... our age if we say fifteen years. <laughs> like, it shows how long we've been doing this. It's like, like a ten. We started. <laughs> oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. So, Savi, let let's start off. One of my sort of standout tracks that I've heard of yours was "Talking Like Friends." Was that 2019, 2018? I'm glad you, I'm, I'm glad you knew the, the year because I don't think I do. Yeah, me and Liv Dawson. Yeah, I think that was 2018 potentially. Because the, the don't reason quote it, me on that, it might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the reason it stands out is the the lyrics really hit. I can't say too much on the radio, but I was in a sort of relationship that sort of spoke to it. And and it, what, oh, yeah, what was the inspiration it, yeah, it behind was, it? It was designed for that. It's um, written by Caitlin Scarlett and Liv Dawson. Um, but yeah, that it was both of a. I think both of them were having a bit of a. A relationship drama at the time which is kind of how it translates but yeah so uh, a lot of people say that to be fair like most people say that like that sort of standout track and obviously the same with the lyrics like that's definitely a few people hit home with that one yeah i think everyone's had some sort of sure. it's relatable in, in many ways do you know what i mean everyone's had some sort of relationship drama yeah but um it's love it it just worked and then slightly after that obviously covid hit and you started converting your attic what what brought that about <sighs> I mean, <laughs> it I've, was, seen, um, I've seen the behind the scenes stuff, so yeah. that's why I'm laughing. So this is when, like, obviously, live streaming was the like was the thing, and I thought I've got I've got a space. I'm no good at DIY, but I'll I'll give it a go. Um, and I thought I'll just convert the loft into a into a studio, like a streaming studio. But um, I've got no building experience, like <laughs> at, at all, like zero. The first week I put my foot through the like through the floor and almost no. like fell through the whole ceiling. But yeah, it was um, it was a bit of a lockdown project, really. Give me something to do in lockdown. Obviously, we couldn't like every event was off. Yeah, touring cancelled. Every show in the bin at that time. But yeah, that was um, it gave me like a few months to focus on some building stuff and get it running. But um, 
the live stream it was a labour of love like. yeah <laughs> without the live streaming stuff I think I would have gone insane that kept us definitely kept us sane we did a lot of stuff with Love Juice as well and um, yeah I mean there really wasn't the only good thing was during that time in the UK the weather was amazing yeah. so that, that helped but other than making music and doing live streams yeah, there was nothing else to do with the weather that good it meant it was hot in the loft though yeah. <laughs> oh, unbelievable! I done a I done a twelve hour stint in there for like a, a like a live stream birthday fundraising thing, and it's probably the hottest I've ever been. Like even compared to coming here in the summer, it was yeah. like it was like being in a sauna for twelve hours straight. Like I've, you can watch it on YouTube. You can just watch me like deteriorate over like a twelve hour period. Like I start looking worse and worse and worse towards the end of it. But yeah, it was like live streaming from from like a, a steam room. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, not so brilliant. You end up sweaty, but you burn some calories. Yeah. Say say he's going gym because yeah. the, the gym was closed. So, <laughs> was, um, so where did you do your streams from then, George? Home um, as well, or do you no, have a setup? Do you know what we kind of nicked the keys to a few venues because obviously nightclubs were closed. So we went into the nightclub, set up as if we uh, set the stage up as if we were doing a club show and did the live stream from there. So it was kind of right. like, it turned into Love Juice Live and then later on it turned into Love Juice Radio, which me and him were presenting every week. Wicked. We committed to it, um, what was it, two, three hours a week? And we were doing live giveaways and stuff like that. But you know what, like, at the time it felt like the most tiring thing to do in like every Thursday whenever it was coming, when it was now, to drive into London and do that. But it massively helped us connect with the audience the whole, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when the first party came back, it was just like, boom. So, uh, as if nothing, as if it didn't yeah, stop. Yeah. Nothing changed. Just yeah. carried on, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, and the other good thing is it was an opportunity to educate the audience on new music when there was nowhere else to hear it as well, which yeah, is important to us. For sure. Um, it, was a, it was a good time. I mean, it wasn't a good time, but I remember it fondly. Yeah, I mean. which is good. Made, yeah. made the most out of out of the situation. So let's talk about Ain't Nobody Else. How did the club come about? Do you know what? He, uh, he'd already been producing, I think, about three or four years by the time I came to him with the idea. And I'd just been in the studio with him. I'm probably on my laptop, like, doing whatever just looking over his shoulder while he's making beats. And then I got, um, so obviously I've always been a DJ. I got home and I kind of thought about a vocal and remembered that I had a cappella. And um, basically went to him and said, I really think this would work. We found out who the singer was, put something together. She signed it off, which was amazing to be honest with you. Like my first ever record that was. Yeah. And um, she had no divine right to really sign it off, but she signed it off. And yeah, we put it out there, kind of not really expecting anything to happen. It was the first release for Love Juice Records as well, so it's quite a big moment. Yeah, massive. We didn't, I didn't really know what I was doing. He had some experience, and then it just blew up on Spotify, like immediately, and it was kind of like, oh, this is easy. And um, <laughs> We wish it wasn't that easy again, <laughs> that easy again really, but yeah. And then I, I remember we hadn't done an event in London for a few months. We were doing like regional stuff. Then we did this big party back, and I remember dropping it, and I didn't, I didn't even plan my set. I remember dropping it and the whole audience just singing every word and I was like, oh wow. like, yeah, this is a bit of an anthem. What a moment. So yeah, for the for the first record on the label as well, it's iconic for us, so yeah. Oh, massive congrats there. Now, Sammy, the, the, the next club then, sec round two, no good for me. Yeah. How did that go about then? So it must have been, what, two, three years in between them? Am I right in thinking that? Yeah, no, no good for me was only last year though, wasn't it? Yeah, so it must have been four years in between. Like. Four years in between, yeah. yeah. Time flies. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not counting a, a certain two year period in in between that though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Deleted that one, but yeah, it was um 
it just kind of felt right to come back and do something together but obviously both of us have got like our own things going on with different labels and and whatnot but it kind of felt right to come back and do something on on love juice together um but yeah same thing again really with he he's like he's a master of finding vocal stuff and i actually give he's, i don't know how I'll he finds it. time for it I'll but um it. yeah he, he found that vocal and was like no nah, this is this is a good one let's let's do this but yeah same thing again really like it come together so quick where normally on projects I'm like 25 versions in this was like yeah. three or four just just flowed yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I think where we, where we play together a lot obviously uh, or even if it's not at Love Juice we're on some, some similar shows so we just get each other's sound so that's where, pretty quick where yeah. I was going to come to next because this weekend you're playing back to back we is are right? we are yeah. and you've done quite a few back to backs is that right yeah we did one on the weekend uh, in London uh, for Halloween um, what's the other big back to back we've done I'm trying to think now Done a f- few festivals back to back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, we have. So yeah. when when you do that, do you plan together or you just go solely prep, prep yourself, get your own USBs, and then just combine music? No, see what we happens? completely made it up as we went along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Spent hours planning There's it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we just we just went and done it. But it worked though. It's not. Um, I feel it's, there's not many back to backs I could do where I, I wouldn't go to them first and sort of be like, oh, what like what are we gonna do like. Should we plan this? Like, mm. but now we just we just vibed it and went with it. But um, it tends to work. Yeah, and it's a completely different like, energy as well, isn't yeah. it? Spontaneous and just goes. So over the years, we've been together so long, doing lots of stuff together. What's has there been an embarrassing moment for either of you that's oh, really wow. stood out? Uh, oh, I don't know if this one's for, not for radio. This one, <laughs> <I don't think. laughs> uh, cut. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah. nothing at all. Not if not. I mean, he he don't really like drink or anything like that right. so I'm not very good at drinking so I, I choose not to so any embarrassing stories is mainly going <laughs> to be him saving me from a night out basically so yeah love it well tomorrow can we expect any unreleased music to drop we have a good unreleased one at the moment which is yeah. a few people are asking for it's a, a track called Smile which we're close to getting some news on so okay. yes, it's, it's a record between myself, George, and a guy called Goody from the UK. It's a big sample, so it's taken a long, long time to, <laughs> to yeah, to, to get over the line. But yeah, it's it's close to getting some news on that one. So yeah, yeah expect a bit of that at, at P7 tomorrow for above. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a great laugh. It's what co- a lineup as well. Yeah, it's really cool because like, like we've literally all just seen each other at ADE and stuff. Oh yeah, of course. And like. Everyone was like, oh, see you in Dubai. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, we're on the same thing. So <laughs> What a feeling as yeah. well. It's like bands. <laughs> and, and Madge pays for us quite a lot for Love Juice back home as well. So it's going to be family vibes. He knows Hayley yeah. super well. So it should be a lot of fun tomorrow. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait for it, honestly. Now, Sammy, you've had a Beatport Tech House number one. With Martin yeah, I, Aiken. I have I? Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> back, to, back to funk. <laughs> How was that experience? Oh, you know what? It was, it was in lockdown as well, which was... I mean, I wish it wasn't in lockdown, if that makes any sense. We like With that record, we had that record lined up on Love Juice and then the rest of the world started shutting down and we kind of thought, oh, do we like not release this because like you can kind of see COVID come in and you can see clubs closing worldwide and, mm. and we had all this sort of support lined up and big radio campaign, big club campaign, all this sort of PR lined up and we kind of thought, oh, if this... like. Do, this is a club record. I mean, this isn't like a, a like a top line record or more of like a like more of a commercial thing. This is like a this Just is a club, club band, yeah. yeah. So like, we kind of thought like, did we need 
club to for it to to go anywhere but we were so far invested into sort of getting this record out the whole thing had been scheduled for months and then obviously covid was like creeping along and even like we all sat down and thought do we do we just pull this like do we yeah yeah do we just like do we just wait and i'm on like i'm on google like googling how long does the pandemic last <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was thinking like yeah, yeah. Mm, could be two years like it but yeah it was either it was either gonna be wait for it there like wait and just stop and i think at that point it probably never would have come out so i think we've done the right thing with we're just cracking on with martin and doing it and then from like trying to get club plays from people before it went to like trying to get live stream plays so like we had like Clapton was playing it uh diplo was playing it like yeah. it become like really competitive to get things on live streams and certain people on live streams were doing like crazy numbers so it was yeah. like big audiences it was probably bigger audiences than what they would have been playing to in clubs really yeah. if at the time like somebody some like a diplo live streams got like two hundred thousand watching it at one point yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah. but yeah it was um it kind of built through COVID and peaked through COVID, but it was like at its peak when it was number one, every live stream was playing it, but obviously no club. But then obviously the same thing going, like when clubs finally did reopen and actually got a chance to play it in clubs. Like before that, I think I played it once, like ever in a club. Wow. Like, not even like the finished version, just like a complete test, like studio master demo level. Like I've, I've played <laughs> it once, 17. yeah, version, whatever it was, like just give that a spin once. And we kind of thought like, Oh, is it, is it finished? Is it like because you, you never got a chance to sort of road test it in clubs? But yeah, I'm, I'm glad we went with it. It was um, it could have been it could have been one of them tunes which never come out. It could have been just like it could have been in the bin with COVID, and that could have been it. She got to go for it. Yeah, just Paid went off. for it. Yeah, just go, just just crack on. A, a lot of music went come out in that time, which I think got like a lot of club music, especially like that got forgotten as well. Like there's a Definitely. lot of lot of like, really good music in that time that never got the club play it deserved. If that makes any sense. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. At the same time, it never got rinsed in clubs, so you never got like sick of it. Yeah, which yeah. is why I can still. I feel like I can still, still play, play it now. Yeah, and I feel like I haven't like got to the point where like everyone goes, "Oh, he's going to play that again." Like <laughs> they're not bored of it. Do you know what I mean? But it was a big coup though, because Martin was the number one tech house artist on Beatport at the time as well. Yeah. So it was like when we were. I mean, I know. And by the way, there was a big team involved in this project. Like we'd, you know, what I mean, we'd really planned it, and it was kind of like, no, nah, it's got to go. It's got to go. Um, and the thing is with House as you know like the sound changes really quickly yeah, so like trends. in London during that time it was kind of tech house and it was minimal and everyone was kind of really into like the Piv sound of Chris Dusty and stuff and then when we came out a lockdown that wasn't as popular so yeah it's just worked yeah, it absolutely yeah, worked yeah. got to number one on Beatport which is awesome now Sammy your sound sort of gone from talking like friends nice happy sort of radio tune to the more tech house route, are you are you moving towards the tech house way or? Is... It's a hard one that I try to make music that that I like, but then I like everything. Yeah. So it's a, it's a bit of a hard one. Like if I sit down and think, what am I going to make? Like I think at the like at the time, like I was doing some more commercial stuff, but I still feel like now and again I could dip my world like foot into that world and do a do a more commercial record. I, like I do enjoy doing writing sessions and stuff like that. So I, I don't want to sort of like completely not do that but yeah. I think yeah that like more consistent club releases got loads of that lined up but then still got some more commercial stuff that I want to see out at some point you know what I mean oh we, we can't wait definitely uh, send it across to us we'll do man <laughs> so George do you, for tomorrow night have you got any go to sort of tracks you're going to drop at the uh, time yeah I do to be honest he's planned I'm... it <laughs> yeah he's planned it I haven't that's a lie, that's a lie. I am um, no I tend I think I think I've become over the last 18 months I've become quite known as someone that has exclusive edits right. um, of records. So 
yeah, I definitely think I'll be spinning some of those tomorrow. Um, I've got a new track coming out next Friday on Love Juice called Every Night, so I'll be dropping that. Brilliant. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've heard a lot about Above at P7, so I know Gary's Nation. My friend runs Gary's Nation. I know they did a show there last week or the week before, so yeah, it should be a lot of fun down They're there. doing bits at the moment. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's wicked. Yeah, wicked. Brings in the crowd as well, so I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. Yeah. Seeing, seeing I've not been to this venue as well. I'm excited. So I've seen I've seen some good things. I'm hearing there's aircon in a car park, so I'm, yeah, that's, that's a big thing. Which you me. need over here. <laughs> Not like when you left the UK, freezing man. Oh, honestly, now I, I don't want to keep you guys for too long. So before we go, can I'll ask you both the question as well? Any advice for up and coming producers and DJs as well? Producers and DJs, Sammy. If you think you're an up and coming DJ, you're also an up and coming producer. Like I, I think it's not. There was a time and there are still people who are just DJs, but I think currently you need to be both. Mm. Yeah. Um, as you get better at DJing, like get on the production thing at the same time. Like I think I was late to that party. Like I was DJing for probably 10 years before I t- even tried to make a t- song, which was probably the worst song in the world. But <laughs> I think at this, like if you're starting now, this is harder really, you've got to learn both. But yeah, like you have, you have to get on the production like as soon as possible. Like even if you're terrible at it, like you're going to be terrible for a while. Everyone's terrible for for, for a while really yeah, on that. Yeah. But yeah, I think get on the production early, early, early. I think it's to stand out as a DJ, like you need the songs to go with it. You could be the best DJ in the world, but the songs are going to make you, make you stand out. Yeah. It's also about, find, it takes time, but finding your sound as well. So you become recognized for that sound. But I, I think the biggest thing I would say to people and I, I've not always been the best at it myself, but it's networking. Yeah. Um, me and Sammy were together at ADE a couple of weeks back and a young guy who's up and coming, probably the youngest guy in the room. We've got like elite agents, managers, producers, <laughs> everyone's there. And he just like rolled up to us with the most confidence, 18 years old and was like, I know all about your music. I know all about your event. And we were just kind of blown away by his confidence. And he was like, I've got this coming up. And like, we're actually considering him now for an up and coming show. So wicked. Definitely networking. Massive, yeah. Is a big thing. Confidence, it seems as well. Confidence, definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming nice through. One. Honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I uh, can't wait for tomorrow night. Mate, cool. I can't wait for it. See you there. See Above everyone there. at P7 Arena.